Hey, Jeffy. Hey, Jeffy. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Survivor and Big Brother. Danielle, hello. How are you? Good morning. Hello. I'm doing wonderfully. How are you? Good, because as some people might see, might see, we're back. Keyword. <laughs> we're back on YouTube, baby. Wow. I'm so Props excited to, to be here. You know, Steve you. Google or whatever. Oh. <laughs> Props to Brett for figuring out how to set it all up. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Technology's come a long way. But we mm. teased last week some surprises, and we'll, we'll lead off with the surprises, I, I suppose. Wow, the big reveal. Yeah. So we 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 did we did the YouTube potting thing like early season one of the pandemic, like May 2020. We we're like. It's Let's do this. Let's Everyone do seems live. to be doing it. Yeah. Let's do it live. I have nothing else happening in my life. And then we kind of fell off with it, which is fine. It happens. But now, you know, as I said, the technology is getting a little bit easier to, to deal with. Uh, yeah. So we're doing it. You know what? As a podcast industry professional, you got to be doing video in the year of our Jeff 2023. So that's what <laughs> exactly. we're doing. So we're back and we're better than ever. We've matured a couple years. We sure we certainly have. <laughs> so that's that's part of the surprise. The other surprise is not props to Steve Twitter. <laughs> we're we're keeping the Twitter for now, but we are announcing our Discord channel. We have Discord. I don't know. Like, are there like URLs for Discord? Is it just like Discord slash Hey Julie? Yeah. Okay. So that'll be in. We'll tweet it out if Steve Twitter doesn't ban <laughs> us. <still> alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll tweet it out. The link will absolutely be in the podcast description. It will absolutely be in the YouTube description. So you can find it there. We're not very hard to find. I promise you that. So uh, yeah, Discord. Listen, I'm I'm new to the Discord thing. I already have Slack for my job. So I don't know, like I'm not, notifications are not going to be on for Discord. Let me just tell you that right now. Notifications not going to be on. If you want to no add push. me, yeah, no push, please. Yeah. I need less push notifications <laughs> in my life. We'll, we'll figure it out there. Talking to us, submitting questions to us there. There's a little Big Brother channel. There's a little Survivor channel. There's a little Danny Was Right channel. Which we love. Which we love. So... <laughs> Yeah, there's that. We'll talk to us there, I suppose. Yeah, because, you know, we're all, I think we're, well, maybe not all. Some of us are still having a little bit of fun on Twitter, especially with the <laughs> happenings of these past couple of days. I've been having a drama. I've been having a ton of fun in the last yeah, I hours have on too. Twitter. But I just think, and I actually texted Brad. I was like, I think I'm going to delete my Twitter. When once all the blue checks went away that day, I was like, oh, things are just going to go really downhill. But I, you know what? Hashtag dating was wrong because immediately after <laughs> things got really fun. <laughs> it's truly amazing. We'll get to Survivor in a minute. Yes. It's truly amazing now that you click on any tweet to see the replies and immediately at the top, the funniest responses are there and they have a blue check right next to them. <laughs> and it is so funny to read the blue check now as like a comedy indicator of like this idiot. Twitter has self-selected the <laughs> stupidest and worst yes. and like 
most unintentionally funny takes and put a little blue mark next to them. And that's, yeah, I, that, I, that I just can't get enough joy out of that part of it that like all of the stupidest stuff has the blue check mark next to it. It's so great. It's it. Yeah. It's one last gas, I think, before, <laughs> before things dampen down. Or maybe not. I don't know. We've been saying this for a while. He took over months ago. Maybe there's some life in the old bag yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some life in us yet. And we're medium age bags. Medium age. Um, we did both watch Survivor this week. We did. I. It is Sunday morning as we tape this. I watched it a mere hours ago. I did too. Because <laughs> oh, you know wow. what? I'm going to just be honest. I was like, okay. I'm putting this off. <laughs> I had mm-hmm. other stuff that I was, you know, you know what took priority for me over watching this week's episode of Survivor? And we'll get to them. Doing literally anything else. Doing literally anything else, but also... I know you went to the um, theater. I did. I went to the circus. <laughs> I <laughs> went the, to the yeah. circus. Well, I guess, yeah. Um, okay. I was that, trying to make it seem fancier. Well, you could just call it Cirque du Soleil. What is, yeah, exactly. Like, is it theater? Is it circus? Is it both? It's both because it's like clownery, you know? Yeah. I'm but a, you know when I'm Hillary Clinton fan. talked to that 100-year-old clown? <laughs> it's that kind <laughs> <No>. of clowning. <laughs> it's like oh, Italian no. clowning. It's artistic clowning. I looked up the That's, plot. Okay, it, really quick before we no start, talk me. about Survivor. <laughs> it's a <laughs> no for me on Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> so the Cirque du Soleil show I went to see was called Kuza. And during intermission, by the way, it's like they really give you their your money's worth. It's like a three hour long show. It takes forever. Okay. After the first act, I was ready to go. But then there was another hour left and I was like, it was free. So I kind of was like, I was there with friends. So I, I stayed, but... I was going to ask, was the baby, did the baby attend Cirque du Soleil? No, this is an adult's, listen, Cirque du Soleil is adults only. I don't think children should go at all. They're going to get ideas. You know what? (laughs) We're on a Cirque du Soleil tangent. Can you travel back in time and say that to Mr. and Mrs. R in like 1995? (laughs) Because, okay, my... My grandparents lived in Las Vegas and I grew up in Los Angeles, right? So we went to Las Vegas a lot when I was a kid. Like anytime anything happens, go in the car, we're driving to Vegas, four hour drive, right? So we went to Vegas a lot when I was a kid. And what do you take, what do you do with kids in Vegas in the early 90s? Take them to Cirque du Soleil, I guess. So I've seen every Cirque du Soleil in Vegas from like 1993 until 2001. No, and they all sucked. They all sucked. <laughs> I I was like the giant oversized crying baby in one of them. That I think was that was dramatized in the the uh, film Knocked Up. Like which is like they just went to one of the real Cirque du Soleil shows and filmed that and it was like let's just make this a trippy acid sequence and not change anything. Yeah. Anyways, it sucked. I hated it. And I don't like Cirque du Soleil as a result. Continue. You know, it's a Canadian production. Yeah. They're yeah. French clowns, French Canadian clowns. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's keep it to Mike Myers and like Jim Carrey and stuff. Yeah, and not keep those it to are my it. clowns. Those are the best Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I didn't have, I didn't think it was horrible, but I was just honestly watching it. I was like, they shouldn't be allowed to do this. This is like some fucked up shit. They shouldn't be doing this. 
Um, the way they were jumping in the air. And, you know, I go into everything very skeptical. I'm thinking to myself, they rehearsed this almost fall, right? Because they all almost fall oh, at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's just part of the show. They're not going to fall. But it, I think it's hard to not be like a little bit impressed by some of the stuff they're doing. It's just crazy. But the plot itself, we looked it up, was like an innocent is taken in by the trickster to a world of magic and wonder where he learns confidence and self-discovery. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that the plot of all of the Cirque du Soleil's? <laughs> isn't there always some innocent and then a tricky one who's like dances all sexy? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I've well, seen every single one. But like, okay. like me... Like you, mm -hmm. I also went to Wikipedia this week because I was like, you know, a movie I'm not seeing, Evil Dead 900. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Dead Reckoning or whatever it's called. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what have you been trying to talk about for the last 10 minutes? I keep putting oh, you well, I'm not, there's, I do want to mention because it does sort of tie into the original theme of our entire podcast, which is Big Brother. I found the show Cirque du Soleil fairly enjoyable. You know who really liked it? my fellow audience member, host of Big Brother Canada, Arissa Cox. <laughs> oh! She was there with her kids, so I wasn't going to go up and be weird. Because um, I asked, I was like, I was asking my friends, should I go up to her and say, hey, I'm a huge fan of Big Brother US. <laughs> like, and I'm vaguely familiar with your show. But I was like, that. there's no way to say it that doesn't come across really rude. And I like Arissa. I think she's a great host. So... I wasn't good at it. So I didn't do that. I just left her alone. I left her alone. Should you have gone up to him and be like, hey, Arissa, uh, is Big Brother Canada happening this year? <laughs> that would have been the sickest burn. <laughs> yeah, because it was like her one night off, I think. Um, she probably has many nights off. Well, doesn't she have to host every night? I don't know. I don't oh, know. You're right. Do little daily do doubles? Anymore, probably. Yeah, daily doubles. I don't know. But it was like, what a, what a Canadian star sighting. Every time I see something about Big Brother Canada 11 on Twitter, I'm like, this cannot be real. These are not, not the really actual happening. names of the contestants. <laughs> this is like an onion post about Big Brother Canada. It's like, yeah, but so that Steve told Mandy to fuck off <laughs> yeah. in the Wendy suite. Yeah, sure. OK, <laughs> sounds like a real season of Big Brother to me. A hundred thousand dollars worth of Weber grills. A <laughs> hundred thousand um, dollars. <laughs> Isn't that what it was? Or is 10,000? It, like, it was too much. 10,000 is a really, really, really expensive, like, grill loadout in your backyard. And grill. it's like, maybe you have two or three grills and maybe there's like a, a smoker involved. $100,000 worth of Weber grills is excessive. I think... <laughs> Even some restaurants would be like, no, I think we're good with what we have. <laughs> yeah. Like the Mongolian grill would say that's too much for us. Oh, have you, do you have Mongolian grill. grill in the U.S.? I don't think it's called. Is that the name of the restaurant? Yeah. We have Mongolian grills. <laughs> I, I don't think they are called Mongolian grill, though. There's okay. like there's certainly one that's at malls. That you go mm -hmm. and you like walk around a little circle around the, the giant walk or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. And there's yes. other ones. Same there's thing. other ones. Yeah. I recently went to one in a strip mall by LAX with my brother and it was just like a family owned operation. It was wonderful. Lovely. Get it up on Yelp. Five stars. <laughs> 
This is all to say we did watch Survivor this week. It was just <laughs> <We> sure <did. laughs> it was just pushed back because I had to go to the circus. And then on Thursday and Friday night, I was like, you know what else? You know what I would like to watch instead of this? How's MD? <laughs> Which oh I my will discuss gosh. later. But anyway, oh let's gosh. talk about Survivor. We need to talk I about I was it. flipping. I do I was doing my late night, like falling asleep, one eye open, flipping through my <laughs> Apple TV and going on the apps. Where you just like, I'm just going to scroll all of the different apps until I fall asleep without watching anything. And I saw House yeah, MD and I, I thought of you. And then I was like, you know what? This is a sign that I should just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, this, you should be unconscious. Um, yeah. I will get back to that. This episode of Survivor, listen, we've put off talking about it for 12 minutes. You know why? Because what is there to say? A big, boring, nothing went home. Not a lot happened except the nerd Harry Potter was puking in a bush and Caroline uttered the words, turkey of the tribe. <laughs> yeah, that certainly happened. Oh, and Danny farted during... <laughs> Danny pulled a very, like, Billy Madison move. <laughs> it was like I was watching a 90s Adam Sandler film. Because he... They're, so the competition for immunity this week is you're standing on two poles and then you have to keep going lower where the, the sliver of wood that your foot is supposed to cling on to just gets smaller and smaller. So it's between him and what's her name? The girl who actually won, Angela? Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> and Welcome to all the people discovering us on YouTube. And like, oh, cool, a new Survivor podcast. I'll check it out. Uh, they talk about Mongolian grills and Cirque du Soleil for 12 minutes. And one of them doesn't know the name of the contestants uh, for two months into the season. Okay. And when we got to the tribal, I was like, oh, my God, there are so many people left. How is this possible? Were were you like a fan of like retroactively? Like, you know what? Maybe they should just split it in two and only have half of them get voted, you know, voted out. Were you a fan of last week's decision? No, I'm not a fan of last week's decision. I'm not a fan of I thought at least like two people would go home this week or something because it's just seeing that huge group of people. In tribal, I was like, this is out of control. I didn't mind it. I mean, it was pretty easy. It's pretty easy for me, someone who knows the name of the contestants. <laughs> I also, speaking of names, <laughs> didn't realize that the tribe's name was Vava. Yeah. I just like it. Vava Boom. I don't know. Like, sure. did they choose that? It was cute. <laughs> they do. Cute. They do. I think they actually gave... I think they actually gave it a brief moment one or two episodes ago. Okay. Because I believe, okay, like I might be completely wrong, but all these details don't cancel me, don't at me. <laughs> they, they're the ones who said it, not me. I believe they said because they're in Fiji. I, I believe the they said the Fijian word. If that's the language, sorry. For four, for the number four was va, and it's season forty four, so they were va va, as in four four. Yeah, but I watched a season, Fans versus Favorites, where the guy, when they made up their own names for the uh, split, was like, I just said it, made up a name and told them it was Fiji. And (laughs) (laughs) he was like, I just thought the name sounded cool. So who am I to trust? Why would I trust them when they say that? I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, we don't have to trust any of this. I don't trust it. I don't like when they come up with the names... I don't like that they still use the names. Half of this episode was like, oh, it's Ratu versus Tiki versus whatever. I'm like, say orange versus purple versus green. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Is it Carolyn's team or is it whoever else's team? That's all I care about. 
and Jamie and Carson switch teams. So I'm like, well, are they part of these teams that are at war? Oh, yeah, Which Carson. one are they with? I don't know. Carson is who was barfing. Barfing Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Other things happened in this episode. I, and I think your description of the immunity challenge was reductive at best. <laughs> well, I skipped all the stuff that comes before. Because I'm going to talk about the part where he farted. That was funny. I, I wrote that down. I wrote okay. fart. <laughs> the mud, the mud spinning thing, which we've seen now for a couple Many years. Times. Yeah. Last year, famously, I forget her name. The uh, the girl who had one leg with the blade. Oh, uh, yeah, she was awesome. Whatever. Angela. She was awesome. <laughs> Angela. Yeah, everyone's named Angela. <laughs> everyone's named Angela or Andrew, if we don't know Naomi, No, it was like Naomi. No. No. It was, no. It was, <laughs> it was like There's Natalie. There's some way to look this up. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, unless some we sort can't of interconnected web of <laughs> we can't use information. That. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Um, the the mud thing that's like spinning. Like, and last year she got like caught her blade in it and couldn't get out, and it was like a really sad moment. Yeah, Whatever. it was beautiful. I think the mud net is possibly the most horrible thing that they have them do. Yeah. And Noel, by the way, I was very Noel. Close. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Angela. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like one of the most torturous like things in new survivor. And Jeff is, is like, you got to dig deep inside of you. <laughs> and Carolyn is Screaming like she is in the new Evil Dead movie, having her face sawn off or something like that. Just yeah. screaming screams of terror and pain. And then after the competition, we're in the middle. Immediately following this, we have Carson vomiting. We have Carson screaming in like, like she's being suffocated in a mud net, which is exactly what she is or, or yeah. having done to her. And then it cuts to Jeff on the beach like, Survivor is a trip of a lifetime. Sign up. <laughs> Sign up to be a contestant. It's an adventure. And he's clean. He's had eggs for breakfast. No. He's wearing his white no. shoes. No. No. <laughs> his white he's, dad sneaks. I know about the white dad sneaks. The YouTube you got a pair? subscribers can see. No. No. Well, no, I have uh, white sneaks. White sneaks are back. They've been back for like five, ten years. Yeah, they're back, baby. I don't have yeah. I don't have the I don't have the Adidas. I know they taped this last year, but you can't you can't be rocking the Adidas sneaks anymore, Jeff. Oh. Well, Jeff takes style tips from no man. And Jeff um loved that fart. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> laughed. I didn't so see it. It was funny. I don't think we've seen that. Yeah, I don't think we have seen such tension called out to a fart. On Survivor, that's true. But doesn't it say something that that was the most memorable part of the episode? Um, basically, basically, <laughs> I was a little bit nervous at first. The episode starts and they're like, hey, we have tree mail. Everyone, the immunity challenge is starting, but we have to split into groups of two. And yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, guys. 
Jesus, what are we, what are we, I was like preparing to be upset again. I was preparing for another episode where like only three people were somehow eligible to be voted out and like they had to go to another island or something. Like, like just the repeat of the crap from last week where like only four people could have been voted out or something like that. Right. Stop playing around with the mechanics of the game. Ultimately, I think it was a somewhat regular episode. We've seen that style of immunity challenge before where it's 10 people start out, nine people start out, and they're slowly whittling down how many people can compete in the last part of it. I'm fine with that. Whatever. I'm sure we will have next week or the week after everybody standing with a bucket on their head and just like not moving for, you know, four hours or whatever those style ones so i was i was fine with it um you know it really kind of shined a light on like the three four most athletic people yeah that came to roost for one of them one last wait i said the fart was the funniest part of this episode or like the most interesting you know what else i noticed after Mm -hmm. the competition so Danny falls and Angela wins, but as <laughs> Danny's walking, <laughs> Angela played last year. She lost her leg in a car accident. Oh, yeah, right. So wait, Lauren won. I actually yes. like Lauren too. Um, as Danny's, so everyone like gets up and is like, "Yay, hugging!" Yam Yam goes to give Danny a high five, and Danny just like pushes him away. Did you notice this? Mm, no. Danny was so, I guess, mad about his loss, but he just like, yam yam's like, hey, you know, like no hard feelings, yeah, yeah, goes yeah. to give him a high five. And Danny's just like, no. To yam yam. Wow. Body language queen. Uh, uh, I mean, I Marking thought this down. was, yeah, exactly. This is why no one's going to root for Danny to win. This is, that's the start of his villain era. Let me tell you. The fart the fr- and leaving someone fart. hanging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not looking good for Danny. I do actually have quite a, a few things to talk about still. Like, so Danny is one of them. Okay. Danny made a couple questionable moves. One not questionable move was the moving movement in his bowels, keeping <laughs> keeping light, <laughs> keeping agile, not being clogged up. No, that's uh, good. <laughs> the second one was telling Heidi that he had an idol, and then Heidi immediately goes and tells other people about it, including Jam Jam, who's like, well, maybe I could just tell everyone that that he has it and that can, you know, take some of the spotlight off me because Jam Jam knows that he's like, yeah, every every time I'm there, people are thinking about voting for me for whatever reason. Even though I think at this point he could be like a, I want to say anything's a lock, but like, why doesn't he get to final three at this point? Right? Um, I love it. So, I was kind of, I was quite sure pretty early on in the episode that Brandon was going home because two things happened despite all this stuff. Two things happened. The first was at the beginning of the episode, everyone in the Orange Tribe, I will not call them by their given name because I don't know that name. The Orange Tribe. Yeah. They were like, we're in a great position. We're just going to, we're just going to run the table right now. I don't see any reason why we're not going to run the table. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, running down someone on orange is going home. And then the second thing is, you know, we come out of the immunity challenge and everyone's like, it's Franny. It's Franny. Sorry, Franny. Yeah. Go be with your Franny. boy. Wasn't Franny, looking good. you're dead. Mm-hmm. DOA. See you, Franny. Well, second thing, 
Franny is not going home. <laughs> so I just knew like that's how it was going to go. And I knew there was that we were kind of subtly hinting like, oh, maybe that Jam Jam was going to tell like Brandon's crew that he's using uh, Danny's using Danny's idol on Franny and they can flip the votes to uh, Franny. Or, I'm sorry, flip the votes to Danny, and Danny would use an idol on someone else, leaving himself vulnerable to be voted out, and he would be voted out. I honestly didn't think that Jam Jam was going to do it, and I didn't think that Orange Team, sorry, I don't know your name, is, I just didn't think that they were really kind of like playing on that level. Like, they're not really thinking like that. I know I love Kane. He's like on the dark side. I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, I knew with, he with was on people. the dark side. I know. Yeah, you, you say <laughs> every man it. is on the dark side. You said, <laughs> you said Matt Blankenship <laughs> is on the dark side. <laughs> I did. The little puppy dog golden retriever. You're like, something's I dark know. about him. Something's dark about him. I'm just <laughs> well, waiting you know for what? the Me Too to drop on Matt Blankenship. Not, no, not necessarily <laughs> Me Too, but just I get, you know, sometimes I get these, these energies, these feelings, and I, I just think it's right to air them out. Okay. So what? If I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. Good. Good. Uh, so I I do think the move kind of put a target on Danny's back. Like, now Brandon, now the only person who could be perceived as more physical than Danny is gone. And Danny was like, hey, I've been having an, I've had an idol the whole time. I did a power move, not even playing it for myself. I mean, I'm sure Danny's going to be out there. Farting at four in the morning, digging in the in the bushes for an idol. Yeah. And the one thing that I have noticed as I've been watching a lot of Survivor in the last couple of years, people who find idols just keep finding idols. Like the people who know <laughs> yeah, what to look for. Yeah, because the producers the are like, we want them to find an idol. <laughs> Let's put it somewhere like, really obvious. I feel like if someone <laughs> finds one, then they're going to be kind of more likely to be out and about and finding a second one, finding a third one. I just yeah. watched a season where two different people found two idols and and i don't think there were any of the rest of the people on the on the cast found an idol once and between the four idols that were discovered it was just two people so i think i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if he's out there but target on his back uh for sure and the other person i want to call out today the godfather is heidi I'm really like liking Heidi's game well, right Heidi now. And, yeah, go ahead. I wasn't crazy about her kind of imme- like immediately breaking Danny's trust, but I'm like sensing a new level of social play from her that I think is could be really strong. Fast forward to next week when she's voted out, whatever. I'm wrong. Hashtag Brett was wrong. Whatever. But I, I, I was really surprised and I really enjoyed Heidi this week. I feel like Heidi and Jamie, and I put them together because they were together for the challenge. Mm -hmm. When they showed up, because they showed the pairs of people working together for the challenge, together walking towards the the, uh, competition. And for each pair, I was like, who? Okay, I know him. Wait, what? Oh, that guy sucks. This girl's cool. Like, Carolyn, we love. But for those two, I was like, those two are the epitome of the Brett's chosen two. Jamie had like a moment earlier in the season where she was like eating the worm and being obnoxious or like not obnoxious, but like, I don't know, people, she was standing she's out. She's a bit, which I would is, say she's extra. Yeah, she was extra, which is anti the Brett theory of vanilla. Be anonymous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But seeing them both together, 
walking towards that challenge, I was like, that's it. Those two, those two are Brett's perfect type of this. We need a name for it, but the Brady all-stars, the Brady all-stars who somehow you keep forgetting about them. And suddenly they're in final three. I have not liked Jamie. Jamie is like just a very perky, bubbly person, which if I met anyone like that in real life on TV show, whatever, not for I'm me. I'm like just, that. And you love me. No, you're not. <laughs> There's a darkness inside of you. That's true. That's true. No, I could you I guess you you are, but like I inside of you, there's like a savage hater. And that's oh, yes. what I like. About oh, such a, <laughs> I am. I am a hater. That is so true. See, <laughs> so yeah. True. Call me out. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we came together. Uh, yes. Jamie's very bubbly. She's like doing yoga. She's like, hey, let's, let's all eat some worms. She played her shot in the dark on episode one with no one was going after her. <laughs> I forgot about I'm that. Still calling, I'm still talking about that. <laughs> I, and I planted my flag. I'm not on Jamie Island. But literally today, this episode, I was like, man, I'm, I'm really kind of, I'm going to stick to my choice because the odds are that she will not win. Only one person can win at this point. Not at this point, and at any point. Uh, so the odds are in my favor in that I, you know, you roll the dice. How many people are left? Nine people are left or whatever? So many. <laughs> Too many. So many. You know, there's only like a one in <laughs> yeah, ten nine shot. People. So like my bet is still good, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying that Jamie's not gonna win, but today I'm like really beginning to regret it and be like, Yeah, Jamie's playing very well. Um so she is entering Brett All-Star territory. However, yeah. some of the earlier things have, have disqualified her from that. She would almost, she's an, almost an honorary member of the Brady All-Stars. Yeah. I if it weren't for previous disqualifications. Two. Right. Yeah. She's come a long way. You know who is not a Brady All-Star? Yam Yam. Carolyn. Even though I'm, well, I'm surprised Carolyn is still here. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not in like the exact mold of a Brady All Star. They At are, all. They're the opposite. They're superstars. They're yeah, survivor they're superstars. superstars. I'm not saying that like I don't like Carolyn and Jam Jam. Like no, the story of Carolyn and Jam Jam is the story of the season. They are the Jack and Rose. You, everyone thinks that the Jack and Rose is Matt and Franny. The Jack and Rose is Carolyn and Jam Jam. Yes, of course. But they're just like the opposite in that they get so much attention. Everyone knows their names. Everyone knows exactly who they are. You can spot them from a mile away. Um, I just don't think they're going to win. <laughs> who is going to win? At this moment in time. I think uh, not Jamie. What's the other one? Heidi. Googles, Heidi's going to win. <laughs> Google's Survivor 44 cast. Real names. <laughs> No, the problem is I can't because the only site that has them all in a visually acceptable way, like, makes my computer crash. The Survivor oh, Wiki. The Survivor like, Wiki.fandom.uk. Yes. Like, my computer does not like that website. What's going There's on, way too much man? stuff going on. I don't What's know What's going why. on, Steve? SurvivorWiki.com. Yeah. Um, what else do you have about Survivor Bet? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, really. Well, we'll see what happens next week. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm just like, ugh, 
I want Carolyn to win, but I don't think she will. I was really surprised she lasted this week. I thought she was going to go home. I was like, maybe that's why I was putting off watching it. Because I was like, I don't want to see this. Because my interest is already pretty low. It's going to be like zero once she's gone. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, I don't think anyone thinks of them as a threat. People keep voting for Jam Jam or threatening to vote for him just because like, he's easy. It's an easy vote to to do. He talks a lot. And he's like just such a kind of there's a gravity around him, right? Where it's like he's just in conversations because he's such a he's not an anonymous. He's not an anonymous player like the Freddie (laughs) All-Stars. Exactly. (laughs) So like his name is going to be out there. Um, At the same time, like Carolyn and Jam Jam are like fucking useless at challenges. Yeah. as, the turkey you know, of the tribe, as Carolyn Yeah, said. exactly. Like, we might have, like, fucking three turkeys in final three. It might be tur- <laughs> Thanksgiving. You know, like, that, I know that'll be interesting. But, like, okay, Dan- I think Danny put a target on his back by the move he made out of immunity and by getting out one of the, the, the most physical player in the game. Now, he's the most physical player in the game. What are people going to do next week? Well, you know who's the most physical player is Danny. Yeah, uh, you know, I Kane. Have, I don't say, think is like amazing at challenges, but like he is a large dude. He's like physically imposing. People might think of him like that. Not that he has like particularly a resume to justify. He hasn't. I don't think he's won like anything really in, in an individual sense, right? Sorry, mm-hmm. what were you saying? I was just gonna say on the subject. I don't. I have nothing against Brandon, but he was definitely a low profile player for me. So like rest like. Thanks. Goodbye. I I don't have much of a memorial for him is all I can say. No, no, me neither. I mean, that's why I didn't mention it when you were like, do you have anything else on Survivor? Like, we've seen this character before, former athlete, former professional athlete, comes in, does pretty well at challenges immediately, is like far and away, you know, one of the best physical competitors there, but wouldn't really call them much of a social player, wouldn't really call them much of a strategist player. I mean, he was ready all-star material. Other than he actually, like he, <laughs> yeah, other than that. Uh, so I was like, I, I've seen this before, whether it was Danny last season or two seasons ago, or, you know, a couple. There's always one guy who's like, yeah, I played whatever. And well, okay, yeah, well, you're not going to win. I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm always watching old seasons. I just finished one a couple nights ago and it was like, oh, next season on Survivor, meaning some season, eight seasons ago or whatever, and they're showing the yeah. the clip for the next season, and it's like, I'm a former baseball player. And I'm like, oh, you're probably not going to win. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. When was the last time a true beast won? I don't know. Listen, if you're a true Survivor fan and you're actually still watching this, send us a comment. Send, <laughs> yeah. Join our Discord and tell us. <laughs> send us a tweet. Thumbs hey, down baby. our video to, to Oblivion. <laughs> Uh, I do think, okay, Was is there anything else on Survivor? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, well, we did have a question last week that I promised that I would answer this week. So let me just get to it. For a little more context, last week I talked about how I thought a guy at my gym was trying to either swing with me or have me join uh, as a threesome with him and his wife. And I shouldn't say just the guy, I thought the guy was doing this. I thought the wife was doing this too. That's why it was like, um, that's why it was notable for me. Okay. So someone asked the question. <laughs> no, wait, it was Matt May 81 asked the question. How many times has Danny Mott believed a couple was into her for a threesome? How many times? 
The answer might shock you. I actually think this is the only time that I've thought this. And I think it's because we are all of, as Brett said earlier, approaching middle age, that it felt more notable. I think when you're like, you know, I think when you're in college in America, (laughs) (laughs) for men, it's definitely younger than for women. I'm I'm aware. Um, (laughs) I'm aware. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to fall in that. I'm probably going to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I agree with you. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm still single, you know. I'm still single. I'm like looking for a, a wife. I'm like, hey man, just letting you know, like up front, but, you're gonna have like 10 years. But here's after, the like, thing. You only have to be married to me for like 30 years, because then you have another <laughs> 20 to like play bingo. Once and stuff. you find your wife, that's the thing. What I'm saying though, Brad, is that like now that we're in this other phase of adulthood, it's more notable when a couple wants to like get you in for a threesome or wants to swing with you because when you're younger it's like yeah of course when you're young it's like everything's so fluid and you're all experimenting and what is a relationship anyway whereas now it just seems it's just more a notable it's just it, words yeah, on a paper except there isn't even a paper Exactly. And now it just seems more like um on like purposeful. Like we all know our roles here. Like you guys would have to swing. You'd come to our house. You know, I just think it's more um it felt more thought out. There's and more once logistics. Again, yeah. There's Let me logistic. reiterate, they but, didn't actually want this. <laughs> this was all in my head. <laughs> yeah. To recap the story, you thought you thought that well, that's what was happening, but in that's reality, what was happening is that they were potentially recruiting you to join their church. They or were really nice. They were just nice at a gym class. Yes. If anyone is ever really nice to me in the future, just know I'm going to be like, oh, they're trying to get me <laughs> like this. I just, you know, when someone's really nice to you like that, you're like, what are you trying to make me buy? First of all, like, oh what are you my trying God. to sell me? Anytime anyone talks to me in public, I was at the mall last week. Yeah. The oh, American well, Mall. Right the American Mall. Alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> Reports <laughs> of its death have been... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Is at the mall. Mm-hmm. And in a, in in Glendale, California, yes. there is the center of the Milky Way galaxy. It's not a supermassive black hole hundreds of thousands of light years away. It is okay. truly 10 miles away from me in Los Angeles. And there are two malls right next to each other. There's the Glendale Galleria, a classic American indoor mall. The food Beautiful. court, some fountains, <laughs> some pretzels. escalators, yeah, Macy's, everything. Yeah. And then across the street is the Americana at Brand, a Rick Caruso uh, monstrosity. Mm, mm-hmm. But you got to pay for parking at the Americana. Parking is free at the Galleria. I had to do some returns at the Americana. But what you do is you park at the Galleria <laughs> and you walk to the Americana. Wow. So I was doing my duty as a angelino i was parking for free at the galleria and i was walking through the galleria to get to the americana and there was a you know they have those like kiosks in the middle where they're selling like you know yeah of course of course essential cases and stuff yeah just like the (laughs) shit nobody wants yeah and there was like get a real store they have to be at the kiosk (laughs) in the middle of the hallway 
there was a massage. There was a massage one where it's like, just mm. get a massage right here in the middle. There's not even walls <laughs> around you. Everyone's <laughs> watching you. You have the opposite of privacy. It's so performative. Like you better act relaxed. As you even the massage, massage places in the airport are like, well, there's <laughs> the opening in the front. There's three walls around this mm-hmm. massage store in, you know, Cleveland airport or whatever. I was walking by a shoe shinery, <laughs> men who shine shoes and there's a little seat and all that stuff. And yeah. a man, I don't know how the fuck we got here. A man <laughs> reached out and touched my wrist and was like, he was like trying to get me. I'm wearing sneakers. You're going to shine my yeah, sneakers. Why was he going to shine? Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe that like they have other stuff. Maybe they know that it's not 1943 anymore. Right. And like people aren't wearing shoes that need to be shined and I don't work on Wall Street or whatever. Like right. maybe they have Were like Oh uh, yeah, I mean I was wearing a giant double-breasted suit suit. <laughs> <laughs> to return some sweatshirts at H&M across the street. <laughs> so that you wouldn't be there parking. <laughs> hey, cats is me. Suit suit daddy. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and like sneakers or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe they have like, maybe they have like sneaker cleaner. Maybe they you like fit the profile. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. A, a, a middle-aged man who probably has a job. <laughs> probably. Uh, yep. And he grabbed my wrist and was like, hey, excuse me. Can I like ask you a question or something like that? Oh, I hate asking me a question. And okay, go on. I was, I forgot how we got there, but probably in regards to like staying anonymous, right? Like mm-hmm. I just kept walking and I was like, don't fucking touch me. That was like, That's <laughs> story. I didn't even look at him. But first of all, don't fucking touch me. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you remember the one time we ran into each other? I was, about to, tie this, I was about to say this. That was, that actually happened to you and I. You were the shoe shiner. I was. I was in New York for 48 hours for a wedding. And I did not tell Danny I was going to New York because I wasn't going to have an opportunity to see you. I wasn't going to get your hopes up. My calendar was booked. 48 hours in New York City. I just wasn't telling you I was going. Yeah. Which I think is fair. Which I think is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Anyways. I'm like getting out of the subway. My friend is getting married. He's doing like the morning. He's doing like the city hall wedding. City hall. And that's like at 10 in the morning or whatever. You got to go. So it's like nine in the morning. I'm getting off the subway and I see Danny. Clomping down the street. street. (laughs) Clomping down the street. But you got the headphones in. You're in that same mode. You're in New York City. Excuse me, man. Showtime. It's showtime here (laughs) in the subway. And I reach out and I'm like, damn, but you got the sunglasses on, you got like the the headphones on, like you're in your mode, you're walking to work. And I reach out and touch and I reach out, I'm like, I'm looking, but you don't expect to see me because I haven't told you that I'm going to be in New York. And you do the same thing. You're like, you're like back away and you're like, don't touch me. I felt so bad. No, what else should you? I felt bad. What else should you have done? And I was like, but you were like, Danny, Danny. And then I was like, wait, that person knows my name. And I turned around and saw you. 
I know, and I was with my my partner at the time who had not met you, and I was like, oh my god, you guys should meet and stuff. And uh, and I was like, oh, there she goes, she's gonna have the weirdest day in the world. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I had to go to this wedding, and I'm like, I guess, I'm just gonna call her later and just be like, yo, no, that the was guy, so you know the crazy homeless should. person on the street was me. <laughs> So you've had the shoe. Now that you've been the shoe shiner. I've never been. A sh- oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. <laughs> you were the shoe shiner and now you've graduated to the shoe shine target. Don't you prefer shine being escapee. the target? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I felt like a piece of shit. Oh, what if that person knew you? What if they were like, going to be like, hey, it's I, well, that's what happens. So like. I, I'm still 100% convinced it was a scam, but the guy was oh, of like, course. no, like, so I was like, he like touches my wrist and is like, hey, yo, I'm going to ask you a question, man, or whatever. But like, you're the guy who's like working at the shoe shinery. Yeah. Sorry. I keep calling it shoe shinery. I don't what else you call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a brewery is a brewery. Coffer, yeah. A coffee house is a coffery. Ice creamery. Ice creamery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he's like, no, and I, I'm like, don't fucking touch me. I just keep walking. It's like, that's <laughs> my move. Sunglasses on. I just, I move like a shark. I yes. do not, I want to be perceived by With anybody. To-do list. Yeah. Yeah. I got to return these sweatshirts at H&M. <laughs> um, and so he's like, I pulled away and he's like, no, no, there's a, I got to tell you something. And then his buddy at the thing was like, no, no. And I'm like, I have to commit super hard to i'm not oh, gonna give them my, my thing and i'm like oh shit is my fly down is there like do i have like a long strand of toilet paper attached oh, to the, my foot or something like that i am yeah. not going to look and i literally i kept walking <laughs> i kept walking and i waited until i was outside of the mall at the intersection yeah. <laughs> the, the famous intersection between the famous. galleria and the americana <laughs> brand and I was like, I like checked. I was like, on oh, my fly, okay, my fly's up. My phone is in my way. I got everything. My there's no toilet paper on my shoes. Like I don't have like hair sticking up or like, you know, a booger hat yeah. hanging out of my nose or whatever. And I was like, so I'm convinced it was a scam. Rough. Yeah, rough. I almost got played. Can't play. Can't play a player. I mean, here's the thing. No one who has a question goes, hey, can I ask you a question? A real question. They go, hey, do you know where the Annie M's pretzels is? Hey. <laughs> Is the train this way? Like, they don't... Do you have the time? They don't ask... They don't preface it with a question. I know it's LA, but I'm a New Yorker at heart. I don't have the time. Yeah, exactly. I have to return I can't believe after tapes. the first rejection, he got the friend to double down. That's that the game. That's what game. they do all day long, is they touch people and yell at them and, like... And this was at Rick Caruso's Americana? No, it was not. It was not. Oh. Rick... Uh, Los Angeles' second favorite fascist, Rick Caruso. <laughs> Who's the first? Katy Perry? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I was I was saying one thing. I was like his Ameri- Los Angeles' second choice for mayor, and then it turned into the other thing. Uh, yeah. He would never have that at one of his properties. This is at the Galleria, okay. which is like... Uh, I, I And first, I might... It actually literally might be. I believe it either is or looks exactly very, very similar to the mall in Terminator 2 where, like, young John Connor, like, plays (laughs) video games and stuff. But it's, like, very sort of, like, 1980s style, very gray-looking, blocky mall, right? So, um, 
Yeah, that's what that's the answer to your question about uh, <laughs> about whether Danielle uh, had, ever, had how a, many threesomes had a you know could, uh, you know consensual. Uh, Affair with this couple at the gym. Yeah, it's a consensual affair. Um, I but except we didn't ethical. We didn't. Yeah, it's ethical. Ethical under capitalism. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about a show I watched called The Diplomat. Okay, I thought you were starring because it's starring one of Brady's crushes, Carrie Russell from The Americans. Oh yeah, I was gonna watch this. <laughs> I saw a commercial. It's on Netflix. I was like, we hate Carrie Russell is uh, at her best, and I'm like. Yeah, she's she always is at, at her. her best. She's, she's always she's at pretty her best. Up there. Yeah, but there's um, a show called The one, Americans where she is at her best. Yeah, and I didn't Tell watch all what? of that. I only watched the first season, so I can't oh, really speak oh, to it. But Lord. I am a fan of Carrie Russell, fellow Brooklyn mom. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the first two episodes. I gotta say, I'm enjoying it. Uh, and these are this is one of the shows that I watched instead of watching Survivor um, this week. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just say, you know, since you're such a big fan of Carrie Russell, give it a try. It's kind of confusing because, first of all, it's so about like American politics. No one understands that, especially like, if they live, yeah. you know, 10 miles from America like Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> but and lived there for 15 years <laughs> and married someone who's very involved in local politics. Um but she basically, I'll give you guys the nutshell so you can decide if you want to check it out. But so she's a career um, politic lady. No, she's uh, not a diplomat. Her husband is she's not the diplomat. No, but she becomes one because the president's like, I want you to be. She's she's in the back room. She's doing deals. She th- she thought she was going to get an assignment in Kabul, which I thought was pronounced Kabul, but it's Kabul is the way they say it. K a b u l. Um. And that's what she thought. But then the president's like, actually, I want to get you fast tracked to be my vice president because I don't like my current vice president. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you in London. She's the ambassador in London, which is like the cushiest job you could get as an ambassador. Yeah, it's that or like Australia or like Fiji. You got to be the Fiji one. Fiji one. Be like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. uh, excuse me, Jeff. You got to come to my office. (laughs) You got to bring me that pizza that you guys serve on the island. This is important diplomatic <laughs> business. And then her husband is played ugh, by the most British guy, but he has to have an accent. What's his name? It's like Rupert. It's not Rupert Everett. Rupert Friend. Something. Rupert Friend. It's not Rupert. It's not Rupert Friend. Oh, there's only it's one like, Rupert. No, it's it's Rufus. Well, it's not Rupert Sewell. It's Rufus, Rufus Sewell. Sewell. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and he is so good. Except I don't know why they had to make him American. Anyway, they are such a fabulous looking couple together. Because he's an American so, diplomat. I know, but just make him British. Like, whatever. <laughs> is that <laughs> legal? Is that legal? Is no. that like, if you're, if I'm the president, if I'm President yeah. Joe Byron, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, the British diplomat quit, or like, they got a better, like, yeah. they're on Survivor 45, and they need, like, uh, they're retiring. Yeah. Can I just say, like, oh, um, and Adele is available. Adele's free. She's like, oh I'm God. quitting. Can I make Adele the the ambassador to England if she's well, already big, English? Like wouldn't that be sort of? Wouldn't that be like chill. crossing the streams? Like, wouldn't she no, like do spy chill. shit for Britain and tell like tell the prime minister be like, yo, you know, 
Maybe. Actually. I know because I'm I'm loyal to you. I'm a little more loyal to the crown. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, I just think How he'd be hotter with that English accent. <laughs> In fact, I know he is because he's British. Okay, sorry. But so Continue, that's a bad. Danny rack. That's one Danny rack for you. Here's a Danny non rack. Okay. I started watching Ghosted starring Pod Fave Anna Darm. Oh my lord. I <laughs> and cannot. not Pod Fave Chris Evans. I guess gun to my head, I would choose to watch Ghosted instead of Evil Dead Rise. I cannot think of something <laughs> I want to watch less than Evil Dead Rise, and it might be Ghosted. The only reason I watched it is so I could bring it up. I was like, let me watch it so I can give just a little bit of an opinion on Hey Julie, which I'm so recording bad. in half an hour. And they were showing the ad for it. I'm like, Netflix, you have sunk to a new low, my friend. It's not Netflix. It's Apple TV. I oh. no, <laughs> I was like, oh, Steve, Apple, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I ruined your. I ruined your. No, reveal. it's fine. No, but it's fine. That's exactly my point. You got it. Yeah. I thought this was Netflix shock. Oh wow, another movie where two hot actors are spies, but maybe they kiss. Make one other movie, Netflix. And Netflix said, we shall. We're making The Diplomat. We're making Beef. Yeah. Apple got their hands caught in the cookie jar making (laughs) Netflix schlock. I I can't believe it. It looks so bad. It is so bad. And what's crazy is like, I don't know if I read this somewhere, so it um, it has colored my experience watching it. But as I was watching it, I was like, how much of this were Anna DeArmas and Chris Evans actually in the same room together while they filmed it? Because it really seems like they are not in the same time zone, let alone the same farmer's market that they're First supposedly of all, filming it. Two things. Mr. and Mrs. Smith ruined sexy spy movies, all right? Yeah. If you are going to do a movie where the two leads are sexy spies who maybe kiss, Danny would know this. She experiences this at the gym every day. They probably have to be, they probably have to be hooking up in real life. All right. So like they need the armistice. She's with Affleck. Maybe. Oh, she's on the market now. I don't know what Chris Evans. She's single ready to mingle. I don't know what his situation is. I would imagine he's like married to like a very like pretty looking like milk toast blonde (laughs) woman. Right. I think he's, I, I don't know. What if he's a freak? What if he's I a freak? I think he is a freak. But here's the thing. If they were getting it on, we would know about it because Apple would be like, oh, hey, Team oh Z. You know, like, like that, there, that's yeah. some free marketing for your movie is like, are they or aren't they, right? So hey, first yeah. of all, if you're making a sexy spy movie, your two leads need to legitimately be hooking up in real life. Yeah. And if you don't do that, don't make the movie. Second, there are a lot of ads for... A the 10th film in a movie about driving cars and stealing DVD players, uh, a movie franchise called Fast and Furious. That movie <laughs> legitimately, mo- that movie, the Fast X or whatever it is, Fast 10. Yes. Yeah. That movie legitimately looks like the entirety of it was filmed on a blue screen, like in Avatar Land or like, w- like episode two, The Phantom Menace or whatever, where they're like, oh, yeah. just everything's in a weird space palace. Nobody was in the same room for this movie at all. Literally every shot is like filmed in front of a blue screen when the movie is about like driving cars and like having barbecues in Los Angeles 
Why? Which is really Why? too bad because the reason those movies are popular is because that cast did have a lot of chemistry together. Of course, R.I.P. Paul Walker, but like Michelle Rodriguez, Vin Diesel, Jordana Brewster, all those other guys, Tyrese, Ludacris, whoever, they all actually have really good chemistry together. So... Yeah, they just, maybe the egos are getting too big. Ever since The Rock joined, you know, there's been. I'm sure Vin Diesel has a huge ego. But like, Lucas, what's he doing? What's he doing? I'm sure he does too. But, well, I'm just. You said one thing, and I want to bring it back to this and we can wrap up unless we have other questions. You talked about Brooklyn Mom. House MD. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Brooklyn Mom. Brooklyn Mom, Carrie Russell. I just discovered something a shocking fact okay that feels like it's in the brooklyn mom dad category tell me this is my favorite category carolina from succession yes everyone's hot for carolina oh yeah um, she's the interwebs do you know who the actress whose name i cannot and will not pronounce on these airs uh airwaves do you know who she's married to irl the Carolina actress? Yes. Um, if it's on the subject of Brooklyn, Brooklyn, I mean, the da- most Brooklyn, think Brooklyn man, Daddy. Think Brooklyn Daddy. The only Daddy. one I can think of is Ethan Hawke. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Who is it? Patrick Wilson. Whoa, he is a Brooklyn Daddy for sure. Yeah. Wow. I don't know Brooklyn if he Park lives. I don't know if he lives in Park Slope. It feels like he does. It feels like he does. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Heights, Park Slope, and like I mean. If you're hot for Carolina online, sorry. She's like, you're not, you're not better than Patrick Wilson. Not no happening, friend. Exactly. He might not have been the Phantom of the Opera, but he was in the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, he's so not. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah, I mean, how's that how's that playing out, right? Because you got the other guy. What's his <laughs> Gerard name? Butler. Gerard Butler. I wanted to call I kept wanting to call him Bertrand. <laughs> Like his name is not Bertrand. Bertrand Russell. <laughs> Bert- <laughs> but I mean, he's doing plain, and Patrick Wilson is like, I don't know, he's like probably doing Broadway stuff. He's probably playing. He's like, on Broadway. He's yeah, having exactly. a great. He's married to he Carolina. Is in demand. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's the queen Bertrand of HBO. Bertrand Russell is a British mathematician, just so everyone knows. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Well, that's it for us this week. That's it. And you know what? I can tell it was just not an inspiring week of Survivor because that was the only question we got. It was about my personal uh, experience with three Hold on. There is There is one thing from a few weeks ago or a few days ago. <laughs> okay. At Paige's Conscious, Bob Hart's Abishola is still on oh. and on their fourth <laughs> season, question mark, at Hey Julie BB. I guess so. I guess uh. so. Now, that's the kind of content, the kind of questions we we love. Yeah, it's all bread and butter. <laughs> Right here. I'm Hey Julie. I'm Red and Bob. I'm <laughs> <Hearts laughs> <Abishola>. uh, <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We're going to tweet out finally the link to the Discord so you all can join and we can chat all week long. But in the meantime, you can also still tweet us your questions and comments at HeyJulieBB on Twitter and email us HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Also, I just want to do a quick, a quick um check in it's april the 23rd of april big brother season 25 is a few months away it's gonna start getting warmer we're gonna start getting excited that's when you really gotta get into the discord because that's where we're gonna plan 
our rumors. And oh yeah, that we're gonna that's where we're gonna start. Yeah. I'm still hyping this to up. Destroy Big Brother, yeah. Yes, <laughs> well, not destroy it, but make it more fun leading up to it. Uh, so, thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, that's it. We said the names of everything. Yeah. Bye, Goodbye. Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>